Welcome to the Lewis Says Black Show. Now, time for a word from our sponsor. Fucking A, man. <laughs> Lawrence, what would you do if you had a million dollars? I'd tell you what I'd do, man. Two chicks at the same time, man. Four boobies. <laughs> That's it? You you had a million dollars, you you do two chicks at the same time? Damn straight. I always wanted to do that, man. I think if I were a millionaire, I could hook that up too, because chicks dig dudes with money. Not all chicks. Well, the type of chicks that double up on a dude like me do. Ah, good point. What about you now? What would you do? Besides two chicks at the same time? Oh, yeah. Nothing. Nothing, huh? I would relax. I would sit on my ass all day. I would do nothing. Well, you don't need a million dollars to do nothing, man. Take a look at my cousin. He's broke and doesn't do shit. Fucking a- And that's exactly what would happen. Let's get off into the Lewis S. Black shop. Yo, what up, 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 what up? It's your boy Lewis Says Black coming to you with another podcast, baby. And on today's topic, we're going to talk about betrayal. And I got my homegirl, Sim Simi, with me. And I want to cook on not necessarily Kiki Palmer. Because I've already talked about that for a lot, even though we're going to cook on her ass. But what do you think about how Remy Ma is accused of cheating? And I think that she really did cheat it. But let's talk about this cheating situation. You got a nigga that then held you down while you was in jail. And most niggas are not known for holding a nigga down, holding a chick down in jail. 
if your ass got six years, usually most niggas is finna do six years of fucking and definitely not coming to see your black ass every other day. But now she's been accused of fucking the hell. What do you think? Is it, is, am I on? Yeah, you on. Oh, okay. So I've heard the rumors about Remy, about Remy Ma cheating. I don't know if I believe it yet. I have not seen any evidence at this time. Um, it's a rumor. I actually do not want to believe that this is true. I, I, I would absolutely hate for this to be true. Because this was like a, this is like black this is like black America's favorite couple. Like besides Beyonce and Jay Z, this was like a good power couple. Papoose and Remy. Exactly. And both of them can wrap their ass off. Yes. He's written a lot of her music. I definitely believe that because Papoose can spit. And Papoose is the type of dude where I'm like, You're right. I know he can give her some bars. And yes. even before she met Papoose, she had some bars and she knew how to flow and get down. So once she got to rocking with Papoose, I was like, oh my God. Her lyrical ability is about to just fucking elevate. Oh yeah, Remy is is cold. I I am a Remy Martin. I'm a Remy Ma fan. And when her and Nikki got into it, I was a Nikki fan, and I chose sides and I chose Remy because I've always respected Remy, and I like Nikki too. Don't get me wrong. I, I like Remy Nikki. destroyed. Nikki during that fucking battle. Yes. Remy got on her ass. I forgot about that battle. I'm glad you reminded me. I forgot about that because what what beat did she use to destroy Nikki? She used like a like she, a. I think she used a she the so the song that she did was called Sheether, and I think she did that with like a old Nas. It might have been. Oh, she used the Nas Ether beat. Yeah, and she got on her ass. Yeah, she got. She shut her up. She didn't. Nikki had nothing else to say to Remy after that. And Remy, you know, Nikki is. She's a Barbie and she's cute and all that. But Remy's about that life for real. She really will come up and whoop your ass, and she don't care. So Nikki had to back down on that because that wasn't no studio uh, gangster stuff. Remy gonna beat your ass in real life. <laughs> and, 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 and what I will say before we talk about this cheating shit is what I will say is I like the fact that Remy admitted during the interview she was like I'm not a rapper she was like I'm just a bitch that knows how to rap and I was like I'm feeling that because I ain't gonna lie that's how I feel I'm not a rapper I'm just a nigga that knows how to rap. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I I live my life. I do my thing. But every once in a while, I'm like, fuck it. I feel like rapping. Get on the mic. And that's how Remy is. So I was rocking with her. And I was definitely rocking with her when she went to jail. 
And I was definitely rocking with her when her and Papoose got married. Oh, for sure. Because Papoose is kind of the same way. Papoose comes across as he's a nigga and he's not a rapper, but he's just a nigga that knows how to rap his ass off. Oh yeah, Papoose is dope. He's he's dope. He's a he's a dope writer. I love them as a couple. Like I said, I hope that this is a nasty rumor and I hope that it is not true. So that's just where I'm at. I just hope that all it is is a rumor. But it does anger me. If it were true, I I would definitely not be okay. Like I would be upset with Remy for for that situation. Cause I'm like, damn, Remy, like for real, like you gotta, I guess you gotta hear both sides of the story or whatever. But to me, it, it's, there's no excuse. Like she, there's no excuse that she can give on this side of the sun that would justify her cheating on Pat. Like none, like zero. I, I can't think of anything in the world. So, because I, I did, because because guess what, <clears throat> I did a story on I did a I did a post on Facebook that you may or may not saw, but I said that revenge cheating is some sucker shit. And I think you com- I think you commented on it. Oh yeah. And what was your comment on that one? Oh, when you were talking about the cheat back thing. Yeah. Basically, like, fuck it. If I felt like you cheated on me, let me cheat back. So, the cheat back thing, I don't believe is a good idea. And not saying that, like, just, okay, so from from the um, viewpoint of a woman who has been cheated on by a man, say the man living foul, he cheated, he, Mm -hmm. he cheated. So, you know, that's the, you, you were being a good woman, maybe, you know, sometimes we don't hold ourselves accountable. You may not have been a, you may not have been the best woman, which is probably why you might be getting cheated on because you were not. You talk know, your, talk your shit. Talk. Just you, you, wasn't on your, you wasn't on, you wasn't on your shit. So, and that happens. A woman don't want to talk about that part. We just want to talk about, oh, the fact he cheated on me, but. We not going to talk about any of the nothing that led up to why he might have cheated or even try to discover what was going on within the relationship, what broke down within the relationship that caused the men to cheat. So we not even going to have that conversation because that pisses women off. But anyway, (laughs) if that's the case and he does cheat, the best way, you know, to um, deal with that is to either... Go to counseling, you know, sit down with your husband, your man, talk to him, go to counseling. If you want to save the relationship, go to counseling and see if y'all can try to work through your problems and see if y'all can try to get beyond the cheating um, or just flat out leave him, you know, I'm leaving. If it's safe for you to leave. Now, if he's abusive or something like that, then you need to figure out how you're going to get out anyway because you shouldn't be in that situation if you're being abused, no woman should have no man putting his hands on her in no shape, uh, form, or fashion unless it's, you know, something that, that we like or you know, it's like in sex or something like exactly. that. Exactly. 
if he's abusing her, then she needs to get out of that. But if he cheated and y'all can't get past it, you should leave instead of cheating back. Cheating back is not a good idea. I know it might feel right. It might feel like you want to get some revenge. It might feel, you know, good in a moment, but it never ends up well for one um, women are not built the same as me and our hearts aren't built the same I don't care how we your body to- your body ain't even built the same like, if you same. fuck around if you fuck around and catch two or three bodies within a month that can fuck around and fuck up your pH balance yeah, that can make your pussy stink. It does. It messes up our pH balance. So that's one thing if you don't use protection. But, you know, our hearts aren't built the same. Our bodies release different levels of hormones. And it. Uh, and, you got an, and you got that nigga DNA in you. Because as a woman, when you have sex with a man, especially if it's unprotected, if it's unprotected sex, that man's DNA becomes a part of your DNA. True. You can fuck around and especially if y'all fucking around a lot, y'all can fuck around and start looking alike. Uh, Yeah, that's true too. And I ain't trying to be funny. That's why, let that be the reason, me and my baby mama started looking alike. And let that be the reason that my daughter definitely looks like us. It's just science. Science! (laughs) Yeah, I do. I definitely do agree with that. I have seen over, you know, a period of time, the couples that have been together for a while, I was just talking to my best friend about that, and I was like, dang, him and his wife are actually starting to look alike. Like, Mm -hmm. they they starting to look like brother and sister instead of husband and wife. But yeah, that's a because It's because that nigga's putting his DNA in her. And that, I mean, that's 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 her husband. That's what he's supposed to do. Yeah. <laughs> respectfully, respectfully, yes. So yeah. Um, but anyway, to get back on the subject, it's better to leave, and uh, leaving not only sets a boundary; it puts your it, you putting your foot down, you setting a boundary, you letting the man know what you will not tolerate. But leaving also keeps your your dignity and your respect intact. If you cheat back, what's going to happen is you will lose the respect of your man. And if you don't want the man back, like there's no way that you want to get back in that relationship or whatever. And you and, and, you, and you and you ain't finna get that other nigga. That other let me, nigga. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let Go me finish. Ahead. Let me finish. Respect so, me. You know, if you don't care about losing his respect, okay, cool. But you will lose. You will lose the respect of your man. But if you have children together and he doesn't respect you, then that complicates your co-parenting relationship with the children or whatever. But the man that you're sleeping with and you having sex with, and he knows that you married, he also does not respect you. And I don't care what he tells you to to pound on you and get what he wants. He don't respect you. He's not. He's not. Most likely, now there are exceptions to every single rule, and I know that there are times where you did cheat and you you ended up with the person. This is rare. This is rare. 
but for the most part you hardly ever end up with the person that you're cheating with that person does not even respect you he don't want you and the minute that you leave your man for this person that man gonna leave too because now you become a liability you become a liability to him you're coming to him with all of your emotional trauma your baggage from from the you know from the old man or whatever and if he is a guy that will accept you after you've been cheating with him most likely he's a narcissist them not, them kinds will accept you but believe me baby when you get in there he gonna start abusing your ass too so trust it, me. It's, and trust me i'm not a narcissist i'm gonna I'm I'm jump in because i'm not a narcissist and i've also been believe it or not you know that i've been that nigga that chicks used to cheat on they dudes with and I'm going to tell the niggas something. When she cheats on you, you might as well just go ahead and leave, fam. Because here's the real raw dog shit about it. When I know that you got a man and you still letting me fucking, them niggas be abusing the pussy. They don't sit up here and make love and kiss and fondle you and all of that romantic shit that the boyfriend is doing, right? Mm-hmm. You know what kind of shit niggas be on when they know that they the other nigga? We go hard. We go hard and we fucking abuse the pussy. We abuse the pussy. We make them suck dick. You know what I'm saying? Um, we take our dicks out. We slap them on the face with the dick. You know what I'm saying? We put we put the dick in the booty hole, you know what I'm saying? We uh slap the ass around, we knock them around, and niggas get crazy when they know that it's another man's woman. It's really some foul shit, and I can say that because I've been that nigga. I've done that foul shit, so it's like uh uh-uh. uh, nope. If your woman has been cheating, you might as well go ahead and leave her because. It wasn't no accident. These chicks will be fucking another nigga and the pussy will get so wet to where the dick will slip out and they will fuck around and put the dick back in and they'll fuck around and be like, young ma, uh, young inmate, you remember uh, young inmate when she was like, ooh, they'll put the dick back in and be like, ooh. Nah, if she didn't cheat on you, just go ahead and just end the relationship. Just fuck it. End the relationship. Just walk away. And then just take some and take a few months. Take about two or three months and continue to go to work and continue to kick it with your family and just heal, fam. That's real talk. That's real. That's that is that is real talk right there. And if you do that and you want to salvage the relationship, you know, you want to figure out what's going on because sometimes that that space gives you time to think about, okay, well, 
what was I doing in a relationship? It gives you time to reflect. Was I doing everything that I was supposed to do? You know, was he coming to me about certain things and I was ignoring him? It gives you time to think about those certain things and counseling does that too. Um, you know, we're quick to point the finger when it's cheating involved, but we don't go through the process of figuring out exactly what is going on here. But like, but, but, but cheaters, but cheaters, cheaters, and that's what we're going to call this episode. We're going to call this episode cheaters because, like I said, when I say this, this is the Lewis Says Black Show, and I'm not talking about cheaters from a place of hurt because of me being cheated on, even though I've been cheated on. I'm literally coming from a place where I've been the nigga that they use to cheat. Can you imagine this, Simi? What you know about being 22 years old and just basically working a job at the radio station, okay? Mm-hmm. And you bump into a fine-ass Filipino chick that looks like damn near like Kamora Lee, just a little bit skinnier, you hear me? Mm-hmm. And she's all on your nuts. And of course, me being who I am, I'm like, fuck it. You know what's up? She's like, give me your phone number. Give me your phone number. I'm like, damn, this chick is pulling me. I'm like, yeah, here's my number. And what's yours? Since you want to be all aggressive. Oh, my number is 704. Right? Can you imagine you finally talk to this chick and she says, you know what? Um, and I'm in Charlotte, North Carolina, and I'm staying at my mama's house. At this point, all I got is a job and a car and I'm living at my mama's house and I just graduated from Hampton University. Go Pirates. Mm hmm. This woman says that she's married. She tells me, she's like, I'm married. She's like, I'm married to one of the guys that play for the Carolina Panthers. Uh-huh. I said, okay. She's like, I'm coming through Friday. You come through Friday and you wind up fucking this dude. Which is me. And you literally let this dude squirt off in your mouth. But you're married to an NFL player. That right there, it tore me apart. I said, anybody can get cheated on. This dude is a millionaire. And he's an NFL player. And you done sat up here and you done basically got slutted out by a 22-year-old that lives at his mama's house. Mm. That just graduated college. I'm not trying to even downplay myself because I am that nigga. But I'm like, I tried to actually be nice to her. Like, Let's sit up here and look at my laptop and look at this, um, you know, uh, Goodfellas movie. She was like, did you think that I really came over here to watch Goodfellas? 
dropped them draws. I said, wow. Oh, she, um, her in, in her situation, I'm thinking of all kinds of scenarios. In her situation, either she was in a marriage that she didn't want to be in, um, she she might have been there for the money. She might have been there for the clout. She might have been there for because, like I said, he's an M- clout. He's an NFL player. So he's um, got like a million dollars a year coming in. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, he's 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 rich, but he's not. He's probably not around a lot. He's yeah, because um, because I, I, I will say this, not to interrupt, because when she, whenever we would fuck, she would be like. It's got to be when his away games because, you know, he played in the city because I was in Charlotte. So if it was a home game, he was there. But she was like, during the away games, he's going to be, you know, in San Diego or San Francisco or Atlanta, wherever, to play. And at one point I asked her, I was like, what number is he? She said, "Uh uh-uh. She said, the way that you fucked me, because you fucked me way better than he does. She was like, I'm not going to have you watching the game and laughing at him. I'll never tell you who he is. Mm. Yeah, she's it, it, it was some dissatisfaction in that marriage somewhere. So, like, she wasn't fully satisfied in some shape, form, or fashion. Or she was in that marriage for the wrong reasons. She was, it's uh, there was a breakdown somewhere. She could have been getting cheated on. She was there for the money. It was definitely the wrong reasons, but her heart was not in it because she was so, with, with you, she was very intentional with what she wanted. Like she was straight up, I, 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 I want that dang. I want the dangling. She straight up knew exactly what she wanted. She didn't mess around with it. She didn't pull no punches she was very clear on what she wanted now detrimental to you but that lady knew what she was doing now is she wrong hell yeah she wrong she wrong um are they probably married today probably not probably probably yeah probably not probably not but because that was because like i said that was 2004 yeah they probably not married but should they have even gotten married? Like, where was her intention and her heart in the first place? Should they have even gotten married in the first Some people ain't even supposed to get married. So they ain't even supposed to be. We in marriages we ain't even supposed to be in. So when you ain't even supposed to be in the marriage in the first place because your heart ain't right, then a lot of times them 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 fractures them separations and everything happen because if you supposed to be like if she was really in love with her husband it don't you you that's not if when you in love with him you you ain't out looking for no no side dick because lebron lebron james his wife she ain't out here doing no whole shit like that she's in love with her husband it's a difference when you supposed to be there and you in love with your husband, then yeah, you yeah, it's a different. That's not what you're doing. That ain't what you're looking for. So that lady don't sound like it. Sound like she was in it for the money. But again, you know, a lot of men they get it. They get money. They you know they sports whatever it is, rap whatever, and they go and, for and, and her ass. She wasn't shit because she wasn't shit. Because guess what? What you know about before I moved out of Charlotte, I called her ass up like, hey, 
I'm kicking it because ironically, I wound up getting cool with a dude that was an ex-NFL player that used to play for the Green Bay Packers, but he lived in North Carolina. So I'm kicking it with the uh, homeboy from, you know, the NFL. And my ass just fucked around and got a little too drunk. And I fucked around and passed out. And they went to the strip club. So I was like, fuck it. I'm in this motherfucking big ass gangsta-ass suite by myself. I called her. And she was like, oh, you're staying at the such and such? I'm like, yeah, I'm at the um, Marriott Suites. You know what I'm saying? And the big ass gangsta ass suite come through. She was ready to come through. But then at the last minute, she was like, oh, shit. I forgot that my husband has a home game. So I can't see. What kind of cheating ass, creeping ass shit is that? Mm. That's uh, that's somebody that don't really care about her husband. She she care about what her husband got to offer. She don't really care about him. But you know he went for somebody. She's probably beautiful. They be going for it. Oh, she was very beautiful. She like I said, she looked like she looked like Kamora Lee Simmons. You remember Kamora Lee Simmons? Yep, I know who she is. She's beautiful too. So she looked like her, but she was just like a little bit thinner. And she wound up having a gangsta ass job where she was like uh, doing like regional manager for the whole South, basically Southeastern region of Victoria's Secrets. Oh, okay. That's dope. And, you know, after we fucked, she was like, you know, I don't need money from a dude. I don't need anything from a dude. She was like, I work for the Southeastern region and basically I control the whole Victoria's Secrets from Charlotte, from uh, North Carolina, South Carolina, Atlanta, and uh, Florida. Okay. Yeah, she didn't love her husband. Right. She she was married for the looks, the clout, the prestige, or whatever it is come with being married to an NF. She married for money and the everything that status, everything that come along with it. But she, but her husband did not have her heart, and that's just the bottom line. And it's just it makes guys like me more paranoid about women because I didn't. Finesse her. I didn't talk to her a whole bunch. I didn't no, sit up she, here and promise her anything. <laughs> she finessed you. She knew that lady knew what she was doing. Like she was very intentional. She was, and she sounds like a smart. That woman is smart. She's very clear. She's no dummy. She knew exactly what was going on. She knew what she was. She finessed you. I mean, it, it wasn't no bad finesse because it worked out for her, brother. You know, you, it worked out for you, but. Yeah, she she chose you. Like she knew what she was doing. She she didn't feel bad about what she was doing. It wasn't no issue. She she knew what it was. She did what she wanted to do. And that was very that was very intentional. There was no mistake there. She just she didn't love her husband straight up. And for the viewers that are listening, I'm gonna tell y'all how scandalous it really got. So that was a Friday night. She came through. She fucked me. 
and she let me skeet in her face and she went to my bathroom and skeeted out, you know, you know, basically spit out my nut. Real nasty shit. So I was like, okay, so the rest of the weekend is going on. And at the time, my mama was out of town. I told my little brother what happened. My little brother, you know, I'm like 22. You know that my little brother was like 14? My little brother was like, yeah, man, that bitch was fine as a motherfucker. Because when she came through, I basically just was like, yo, um, this is my little brother Malcolm. You know what I'm saying? What's up? And she was like, hey. And my brother was like, oh, shit. <laughs> he was like, Brandon is up to his old tricks. Why would you call me on Monday talking about some, oh, my God. You made me come about damn near two or three times. And mind you, I'm on the way to work. Because that's all she was in it for. She knew what she was doing. Because that's that's, that's what she was in it for. For that particular, that's what she wanted. She she figured she had found, she saw you. She saw something in you. She figured she was going to get what she wanted from you. And she, and she did. It worked out for you, but yeah, there. She's not like she ain't playing no. It, it's not no no situation where she's all like trying to um, be coy about it or not being clear or being shy about it. Nope, she was very intentional. She knew exactly what it was, and she got what she was after. That's what she was after. And that's why we call this episode cheaters because this makes me. This is why some niggas are scared to get committed now. Yeah, I know. Like I, so I grew up with the step. I grew up with with my stepdad. Like my stepfather raised me pretty much, and my stepfather was a straight hood nigga. My stepfather grew up in the projects. I'm from Kansas City, so we had project. Our projects was called Shoto, Wayne Minor, TV Walkers. My my daddy grew up in all of that. Shout out to Kansas City because uh, my stepfather and my stepbrother they from Kansas City. From from Kansas City. Kansas so, City, Missouri. Pretty much grew up in the hood, in the, in in the projects. Of course, grew up struggling, poor. His mom had sixteen kids. You already know, you know what that life was like. Sixteen that kids. Yeah, that bullshit. You already know what it was. So anyway, he ended up leaving the house when he was like fourteen and going with his uncle. Well, his uncle at the time they called them good time houses. I don't know if you know it. I think they call them kickbacks or something today. But back then, they call them good time houses, boom, boom rooms, whatever. But his uncle had one. And he pretty much, from the time he was 14, you know, in a good time house, they sold ass, they sold dope, they played cards, they ran numbers. They you get everything popping in that motherfucking spot. Everything popping in a good time house. And that's Spoke just around to make did. about two or three grand in a night. In the night, yeah, you you already know what it is. They drank all of that, you know. It, it drug deals, everything went down in the good time. At home, in they sold, you know, <laughs> they sold kitty cat up in there. You already know. We selling dope and pussy out this motherfucker. Yeah, exactly, kind of like Sugar Ray's back in, you know, from Harlem Harlem Nights. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just not that classy. So he grew up pretty much in one of those. And he saw women do some trifling, 
nasty, you know, from a young age, he saw women trifling. He That's just what he saw. And he lost a lot of respect for women just because of what he was exposed to at a young age and how he saw women. Now, his, did his mother ever act like that? No, because his mom... She was, you know, they were poor, but his mom and dad were married. So he didn't see that from his mom, but I guess something went down with him and his dad or I don't know. But he ended up like not being able to stay with his mom and dad from the time he was 14, probably being oriented or something. Uh, so anyway, he ended up there and it, it really changed his perception of women. So like he just did not have a lot of respect for women like of a certain caliber but he was very discerning he knew which women he could respect and he had to have respect for and he knew the hoes and he could just tell he you didn't have to say nothing to he could tell he i don't know if it's a sin on you if it's a if it's like an energy about you but he knew when you was a hoe and when you was a woman that was respectable and that's just what it was that's pimping and you know what I would say is um, another situation where it was a chick that had a dude. These chicks be out here lying. Yeah. They be out here lying because I never forget back in 2014, I was driving the Grand Marquis and I happened to see a chick at the bus stop and I liked the way she looked. So I fucked around and did a straight U turn. Like, did a U-turn on her ass and fucked around and got her phone number. Then I was like, all right, fuck it. Let me holler at you about a day or two and talk to her. And she was like, you know, I work at the strip club. All right, whatever, whatever. I was like, yo, let's get up on Sunday. I'm off on Sundays. Boom. So I get with her. And then she's like, yeah, I was working over at the bottoms up and I got me some money and I had to fuck around and check a bitch. I'm like, whatever. Let's go ahead and watch some episodes of the Boondocks. So then I'm trying to chill. I'm trying to be chilling low key, right? She's like, did you really think that I came over here to watch episodes of the Boondocks? I was like, all right. So I pressed upon her, right? Guess what she had the nerve to tell me once I pressed upon her? That she had a man? Yeah, she was like, I got a man. I got a baby daddy. I was like, well, okay. All right, cool, whatever. So I'm sitting up here chilling, and then all of a sudden, she started pressing upon me. Then she took all of her clothes off and got butt naked, and we fucked. And I was like... You got a man. You got a baby daddy. She literally told me to put it in her ass. I took my dick and literally slapped it on her face. Like, I literally took my dick and slapped my dick on her face. And she was like, do it again. Do it again. And I said to myself. So let let me ask you something with that. If you were married, would you do that to your wife? Um, would you would you want to even what what if what if your wife likes that like what if she wants you to do it? Oh, she's with it. I'm with it. Oh, okay. Yeah, cause I'm a nasty nigga. 
But yeah, I'm a nasty nigga like that. So if my wife is it's, with it's it, just it's just doing it to somebody else's chick. Okay. Why? Because I because I, you know because she told me before she was like at one point she was like we can't fuck. I have a man, and I was like okay, and I was chilling. But then all of a sudden, out the middle of nowhere. She stripped down and was like, come on, let's get down. And I was like, oh, this is somebody else's chick? I'm finna get disrespectful with the pussy. That's how y'all think. Yes, this is how men roll. I'm already knowing. I mean, that's how y'all think. That's what what it is. Like that love-making shit? That's when niggas feel like it's exclusive. Like when you feel like it's exclusive and she's just rocking with you and you rocking with her and nobody else is involved. That's when niggas do that love making shit like, you know, bam, you know, let me be respectful with with the pussy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's how it be. But But when a nigga knows that Use somebody else's woman. Oh, niggas be tearing the shit up. That's why I be telling niggas, if she cheats, don't take her back. Because trust me, that other nigga, he dogged the pussy out. That nigga got thuggish, rubbish bone with that shit. That nigga wore the shit out and he did a lot of nasty so, ass shit. So 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 let me ask you this. What what if she does leave you? Okay, say say y'all say y'all in a relationship. Okay, say say you are a young a young minded person, young minded dude, right? And you don't know what you got. You got a good woman, but you don't know it. You you know how that can happen. So you got a good chick. You don't know that you got a good chick. You cheat on her. She gets upset. She leaves you. Like like leaves you. She gone. She don't cheat back. She leaves. She straight up leave you. And then um, you figure out, you go out there in the dating world, you figure out there ain't shit back there. You know, you trying to make amends. You want your woman back. You had it good over there. You try, you trying to get back on the other side where the grass was. You thought the grass was greener. You found out the shit was brown. So now you're trying to get your woman back because she was a good woman. Yeah. <laughs> and she had to leave your ass to, to figure out, for you to figure out how good she was. Say, say you found out that in the time that she left now she gone y'all not together y'all didn't broke up say the time that the during the time that you left she met somebody and was vibing and she slept with the dude you know that was her man for a minute like you was gone y'all was y'all wasn't together no more say you got her back would you feel some type of way about that as a man um long as i don't know what happened we can fuck around and we can we can we can fuck around and roll Okay. Long as I don't know what happened. Okay. But if I know that he slaughtered her out, I'm gonna go ahead and just sit back and chill and just take my L and just. I'm not talking about slaughtered her out. I'm talking about she's a girl and she was dating a decent dude. But maybe she was just dating him and she liked him, but she loved your ass. But she had to leave your ass because you cheated on her and you didn't treat her right. So I'm talking about that, but she loved you, 
and you decided you was gonna get your shit together and be a good man and act right, and now you want to get your girl girl back. Yeah, I, I, I roll back, especially if I don't know shit. If I don't know shit, I roll back. I roll back, okay. and we, we can just do it. We can just you know do it again. Hmm. I've done that before. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is the Lewis says black show. We keeping it real on this motherfucker. Yes. <laughs> and I've done it. And I've done it before. You know. Fuck it. As long as I don't know, I don't know. But if I know, uh-uh. <laughs> okay. I figured that much. Men have a serious issue when it comes to them knowing that they girl was with another man. It don't matter if they the offense, they the offenders. They can y'all could do all kind of wrong. It don't matter if you the offender. It don't matter what you did to her, how many times. It don't matter how much she begged and pleaded you to act right. It don't matter how many chances she gave you to get your act together. But you and and, and she left you. She gone. She ain't talking to you. You know she didn't block you, cut you off. She ain't talked to you in six months. Not one word. Mm-hmm. Not one word. You had to. You had to pull up to her mama house and beg her mama. Well, I ain't. Well, trust me. We. This is the Lewis says Black show, so we're gonna let y'all know that I don't do that type of shit. But okay, I like your example. I'm, I'm giving a scenario. You know, to get this girl back, it was it was not easy to get her back. But you want? Because I don't. Back. I don't go that hard in the paint. Fuck that. All I do is, okay. um, if me and you break up. Fuck it. Um, I get to chilling. I get to doing me. And if your ass want to call me, we can have a conversation. I don't do all that old pulling up and stalking you and calling you. Mm-mm. Nope. Oh, you then you haven't met. You ain't met a woman that's worth it yet. You you haven't met a woman that's worth all that. There's there are. Oh no, I've met some. I've had some bomb ass women, but I just ain't ain't finna be no stalker. No, not a stalker. But I mean, going above and beyond to get her back because you really want her back, or you found out that that's that she's really for you. Yeah. Most of, most I'm gonna do is if I feel like if I want you back, guess what I'm gonna do? Guess what I'm gonna do, Simi? I'm going to do. About maybe if I really want you back and I know that I fucked up, guess what? You get about damn near eight phone calls. You gonna call, okay. You get eight phone calls. Okay, okay. After the ninth phone call and you ain't answered, oh I'm 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 out of here. You gone. I mean that's that's really above and beyond to call eight times to, to that that shows the person that isn't you urgently you do want them back you want to you want to try to make amends or you want to try to like fix the situation or maybe you had a change or I don't know you know maybe you want to fix the problem whatever but it shows that you know you're pursuing her or whatever mm-hmm. it shows that but if you find out that in that time that y'all wasn't talking and y'all wasn't being together, 
if you find out that she dated or gave her phone number to another man, yeah, that's hard for y'all. Oh yeah, I'm done. I'm I'm, I'm out of I'm out of the pain. Now I'm really done. <laughs> oh my god, and she ain't even do nothing. <laughs> I'm just letting you know how men roll. I know, but she didn't do nothing. You the one that did wrong, and she didn't do nothing. But talk to another dude in your absence. Point blank. You you got invaded. You got invaded. Because here's the difference with sex, Simi. With sex, I'm the one that's entering the door. You know what I'm saying? As a woman, you're getting invaded. So you let somebody else inside of you. You hear me? to be fucking with you. Nah, they, they're not. No, they, they are. They, for sex, you'll get used. And, and if you don't mind being Nah, because the boyfriend is going to dump you and the other nigga yeah. ain't finna take you seriously and he's going to yeah, keep on... You get used. He's going to keep on being a player and getting more pussy and he's going to just, you know, leave your ass to the side. Trust me, I've been I've been that when I say I've been that nigga, I've been that nigga that they wanted to just use to just cheat on another nigga. And guess what? It's like, okay, boom. I take her ass to pound town. But then I keep it moving. Yeah, they you're not the, the side dude's not going to take he ain't gonna be the boyfriend when the boyfriend leaves. He ain't finna do that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, that ain't that ain't gonna happen. And the boyfriend, he's going to fuck around and be in his feelings and be like, bitch, fuck you. You gone. You to the car. Yeah, he going yep, to leave. Even though he's the one that cheated first. That's just... That's, that's, that's how men operate. And is it right? Is it a double standard? Yeah, I believe it is a double standard. But I also believe that women have some allowances that we have double standard for. It's things that we can get away with that that men really shouldn't get away with. So I think there's double standards on each side. Um, What's some of the things that y'all can get away with? So with women, some of the things that we can get away with, for one, um, we're... I think things have changed, but we're not expected to be the providers 
You know, men are men are really expected to be the providers. That's the traditional role. Men men are expected to take on that role. And even when women say, "Oh, I don't need a man to take care of me. I don't need, you know, I got my own this and I got my own that." Still, in the back of her mind and in the back of her heart, she still wants a man to take care of her. She still wants dinners bought for her. For this is a healthy, healed woman. Even the ones that saying what they, you know, they independent, yada yada yada, they can do their own. But at the at the back of her heart and in her inner core, she still wants that, no matter what she says. So men are expected to be the providers. Men are expected to. Um, provide safety and security and stability for women. Um, men are expected to pretty much put the family on their shoulders. That That is the role of the man. That is the expectation for men. And a lot of times it's buried. Like we don't fully understand it. Um, we want to try to move something, move away that's unnatural to the way God set it up, but it always ends up back at that traditional place. And that's when women start getting the attitude like, okay, well, they, they expecting you to pay certain bills or if you sleeping with them, you might sleep with them for a little bit, you know, for a couple weeks or whatever. But if you keep sleeping with them, eventually they're going to want you to provide something for them eventually. That's just how women are, are are built. So I think that that's, you know, men have their lane and things that are expected of them, and women have our lane and things that are expected of us. We're different. And women are out here talking about, you know, how we're the same. We can do what men can do. We're really designed to do what men can't do. That's how, that's our natural biological design to do what men can't. But of course, you know, we want to write a narrative that's different than that. Right, like, like if me and you are in the car together and the tire blows out, who would you expect to, who would you expect to get out and change the tire? You. Yeah, and guess what I'm gonna do? I'm going to get out and I'm going to change that motherfucker. Change the tire. If me and you are living in the crib together and I decide that I don't like the way that these walls look, who would you expect to come up with another color? To come up with another color? Mm-hmm. As far as the, the I, me personally, I'm the domestic one. That would probably be me. Yeah, <laughs> that probably be me. The the house. I, so you I so you would say that you know what? Rather than these walls being white, I would rather for them to be brown because brown is more of a natural, cute color, and brown looks so cute with these floors. Okay, so. When I decide to say, okay, brown is cool, uh, who do you expect to pay for it? You. Yep, I'm going to pay for it. You. And who do you expect to uh, paint these walls brown? You. Mm Mm-hmm. So, even with that said, though, 
once I paint these walls brown and I got it looking pretty the way that you wanted it to look, um, who deserves a little bit of kisses and hugs and some head? You! <laughs> you! And, and for the, you were brought up in like more of a, traditionalism was modeled for you. So you have, you know, a certain thing, even, even though you may not be getting that in your makeup, like in your heart, in your build, you know what, um, you know, you know what was modeled for you. You know, you know the the order of things. Just because. Like I, I give, you, I give you another, I give you another example. Let's say that me and you were chilling together and we hung, right? Mm-hmm. And you're like, yo, I'm like, Simi, are you hungry? Am I hungry? Yeah. Uh, probably not. No. No, I'm saying, I'm saying that you're hungry, but you're hungry. I'm like, you know what? Let's go to the grocery store. Okay. Now, here's what happens. Me and you are at the grocery store, and you pick out some things. You're like, you know what? Let's get some pork chops. Let's get some steak. Let's get some chuck roast. Let's get some green beans, some macaroni and cheese. And you start just suggesting shit. You know and then guess what I do? I just let you go in and just start throwing shit into the grocery cart. You hear me? Mm-hmm. And then guess what happens at the checkout line? You pay for it. I pay for it, right? I, I pay for it. And then, yeah, see, you got me. See? And I was going to say, once we get to the crib, I'm like, what are we going to eat? And you're like, I would like to do um, some steak and macaroni and cheese and all that. Is it wrong that I sit my ass back and I let you cook? Not at all. Because that tra- that's how you were brought up. You were brought up in a traditional like home like that. That was modeled for you. So that's your expectation. So it's best that you find someone, if that's what you want in your heart, it's best that you find someone who believes in that. Women don't believe in that. So not not all women, but a lot of women don't believe in that because they um they develop a distaste for it because they didn't they seen they seen it but they also seen it abused. They seen it it was they don't feel like it was done properly. So they kind of shot away from that. They just, you know, that's not what really what they wanted. But a lot of times when people were brought up in that sort of home, in that sort of situation, when they grow up, they, they model that. You know, that's what they want. That's that's what they saw growing up. It was modeled to them. So they just want to recreate it. That's human nature. That's how we are. Mm-hmm. That's why the Bible says raise up a child in the way that he should go. And when he is a man, he will not depart. So what we teach our kids when they're two years old, three years old, four years old, five years old, six, we're basically programming them. And usually that program runs their entire life all to their adulthood until they decide to change the program. But a child's mind to the age of about seven is recording everything.
that she turns me on with a special concern. Now I'm a different guy and I don't compare to many. But next to her, I'm plain ordinary. Not many can see the light blue aura that surrounds the girl wherever in the world. She's a nine, a ten, a twenty-fifth. She's bittersweet and a taco treat. She's strange. And I like it. Just the way she is. Walking down the avenue. Always doing something. She's the kind of person everybody knows. She wreaks distinction from head to toe. She's my twilight zone, my alcohol. She's my rolling stones and my Eva Peron.
She's strange, and I know you're tired of going back and forth with that nutty-ass bitch. This is for y'all. The Lewis F. Black Show. Thank you. 
That's been another episode of the Lewis S. Black Show. Peace.